Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. gentlemen i am your host blake ruffino this is are you serious sports we hope that you're making it a good one we know that we are as well you can't beat the man you can't beat him mr dylan landry what's happening brother blaine smith on facebook live says what's up guys not much not much hell it's been a hell of a day y'all it's been a hell of a day lsu's got only got one quarterback only one scholarship quarterback on their roster right now. They got the Rona, y'all. They got the Rona. We're going to break that down as well. If you have not seen our report from earlier today or the reports from earlier today, the LSU-Alabama game is not looking very good, guys. We will break that down in its infancy. In its infancy, everything that we're hearing and what's going on there. So we're going to break that down. Also, the New Orleans Saints putteth the smacketh down all over Tampa Bay last night. Y'all, I don't know. I, I just don't know if there's been a better performance by the New Orleans Saints that I've seen in a really, really, really long time. Hadn't seen it. We'll talk about that as well. LSU basketball got snubbed. In the top 25 polls today as well. We'll break that down and much more. We take your phone calls right here. 225-435-9387. That's 225-435-9387. If you want to join the show, you can and call us in. We will definitely like to talk to you about it. But guys, let's get to some of these comments. Reginald Cormier says, oh, let's do it. Blaine Smith again says, no quarterback controversy. Yeah, true. Very, very true. When you don't have the more than one quarterback, you can't have a quarterback controversy. But also, Miles Brennan, and we're going to talk about this in just a second, but Miles Brennan, Ed Orsron kind of confirming the rumor that we've been hearing about the surgery. Uh, he's likely out for the year, y'all. 
He's likely out for the year. Uh, and, and we'll talk about that as well. But before we do that, I got a special, special treat for you guys. Did you know 18 years ago, the Louisiana State University Fighting Tigers would go on the road to Lexington and something magical would happen? Let me know if you remember this. Final play of the game. Shotgun formation. Three-man rush. Randall. Stops, throws it as far as he can. Caught! Caught! Touchdown! I do not believe it! The Tigers pulled off another miracle! That is right. The bluegrass miracle, ladies and gentlemen. 18 years ago today, Devery Henderson on a Michael Clayton tip for Marcus Randall. Actually, I wanted to go look at that because I was like, damn, how far did Marcus just slang that thing? And he surely did, close to six yards in the tip, and Devery Henderson, who would also go on to win a Super Bowl as well. But man, the Jim Hawthorne, as Jared James Smith says right here in the comments, God, I miss those Jim Hawthorne calls, y'all. God, I do. And that's not a slight by any means to Chris Blair. It's just, you know, hey, we grew up with the man. James Washington says, does Miles come back next year? We'll talk about that. But guys, before we get to all the comments, and everything that we'll be talking about on the show. Well, you know what time it is. We got to pay the bills and none other. And I got two phone calls about our good partners today. GM Varno and Sons. GM Varno and Sons has faithfully been serving your denim Springs in Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. Drivetrain repair, motorhome chassis, oil change, tire sales, tire rotations. No job is too big and or too small for GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go see them over at 2500 Florida Boulevard. And if that car just ain't working no more, y'all, go see my guy Woody Clark over at Robinson Brothers Ford Lincoln. 11455 Airline Highway. For every and all Ford and Lincoln automotive deals, I know that the number one Ford and Lincoln car salesman will give you the very best deal. Give my guy Woody a call today at 225-603-5432. That's 225-603-5432. And tell him Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you. Okay, so we do have some breaking news or some watching news. Now, if you didn't see our report from earlier today, the LSU-Alabama game does not look that good, y'all. It just doesn't look that good. And not so good that we. what I'm talking about is on the field, but off the field. Oh, and I forgot to say this before we start. Everyone that's listening to us on the podcast with our good partners over Believe, we appreciate it. Everyone, all 81 of you watching us right now actively live, do us a favor and hit that share on Facebook and hit the retweet on Twitter as well. Ryan Mayer, I saw you say something about this today about the LSU Fighting Tigers being scared. They're not scared, and you really can't say that because Florida canceled a game against LSU a couple weeks ago, right? Like, I know that you and a guy went back and forth on it on Facebook, but you really can't say that, right? You really can't say that. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say that LSU's scared, but I do have a bet. Let me go ahead and say this right now with my former coach at Franklinton High School, Mr. Chris Garrett, or Coach Chris Garrett. So maybe it might be a good thing. I said that the Tigers were going to win. Coach Garrett, who's a Bama fan, said that if I lost, I had to put a Bama background back here on this wood grain. 
So we got to be careful. So hopefully, <laughs> if there is one good thing that's going to come out of LSU and Alabama not playing, it's due to the fact that I might not have to put an Alabama Crimson Tide uh, uh, poster behind me. Now, Coach Garrett, I don't remember what you were supposed to do if LSU were to win, but I don't think that I have to really worry about that right now. No, no, no. However, I think, guys, that this in, in, in some way, in some form, is a little bit of a blessing in disguise. I keep saying that, and I what, let me back up and say this too. I don't wish anyone to have COVID. No, I, I don't wish for anybody to get sick. <laughs> Marvin Mackey says, Blake, don't take that back. Marvin, that was before the season started, and you know what happens. I get a too too many of these AYS bourbon, uh, uh, ragged branch bourbon whiskeys in me, and I just start spatting off at the mouth because I love LSU so much. I, I, I issued a check that my ass couldn't cover, right? But I've already made that bet. Uh, so... I'm not really mad at what's going on. Now, do I want to see LSU play? Absolutely. But as we've seen going around the SEC and really of college football, we're going to have some game postponements this year. Now, the number one question that I got today was, well, Blake, you know what? LSU already pushed back that Florida game. They're going to play that, right? Not so fast. The SEC did say early on, in the beginning of the season, that divisional games were more important. So could you see Alabama versus LSU if this game is canceled or postponed back to that December 12th timeline? I don't know that. Reginald Cormier says, going to win, question mark, LOL, Blake, you, are you okay, my friend? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No, not really. Coach Garrett, who I made the bet with, says bet laid is a bet played. That's true. So you 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 lose 100% of the things that you don't play. And that was before the Missouri game. That was before all, the Mississippi State game. That was before the Vandy game. So in hindsight, it doesn't look good right now for me. <laughs> right now, it doesn't look good for me, y'all. But it's okay. It's okay. Um, so... I'm not really upset that this game is possibly not going to get played because, look, LSU only has one scholarship quarterback. Now, everyone keeps asking or keeps saying or hinting, oh, LSU's scared, LSU doesn't want to play. It's not really the case, y'all. They don't have the personnel. They have one quarterback, Coach Garrett, Zach Van Rosenberg, who we played against at Zachary in 2008, is the backup quarterback. The 30-year-old punter is the backup quarterback for LSU. <laughs> I think that they're scared, not so much of what happened on the field, that quite frankly, they might not be able to fill the team. Now, they'll be able to fill the team, but you have a couple more kids get out. Now, they're, you know, everyone's saying, well, there's only a couple cases of, uh, of players testing positive, which is true. But guys, you have close to 20 guys, if not a little bit more, that possibly is in quarantine. Now, that's not to say that this game's not going to get played. Let me make that very clear. But from what I'm hearing and from what people are talking about, this game is really looking bad, really, really looking bad at not being played. Now that goes on to the Miles Brennan thing. Now, we'll see. Coach Chris Garrett says, would you rather let... 
Rather me play the video I have of you from ninth grade singing Motion and Speed. Yes, I would. Actually, Coach, that wouldn't be a bad idea because here's how that little rap goes. So let me get, break this guy this down for you guys. Coach Chris Garrett was my uh, was it physical science teacher, and I had to make up a rap. Motion and speed is all I need to run with a man named Marvin Green. Accelerate the rate to change in velocity. Net forces to forces combined. Motion and speed. How about that, Coach Garrett? See that's see. Don't be tempting a player, Coach. Uh, Vic says on YouTube, Blake, did you guys see Byron Young, defensive tackle of Alabama, tweet, don't run if that doesn't make the team want to play? That's a very good point. A very, very good point. I don't think that they want to run. And I, yep. Yes, Brandon Taylor, and, Brandon Taylor and Mama were in that too. They sure were. But I don't think that LSU's trying to run here I think that their problem is and what they're a little tempted about is saying guys they might not be able to feel they don't have a tight end room Eric Gilbert's not going to be accessible Max Johnson's out more than likely Miles Brennan is looking per Ed Orgeron today looking to have surgery confirming the rumors that we've been sitting on here talking about for two weeks so so now what so now your fourth-year junior quarterback in Miles Brennan's likely out for the season. You have a true freshman in TJ Finley. You have a backup punter who's your number two. John J. Kirkland, who's a wide receiver, who played wide receivers, played DB, back wide receiver, played quarterback in high school. Yeah, he might have some wide receivers that are out there, but he doesn't have a tight end room. Torrey Carter's not here. Eric Gilbert's not here. Cole Taylor's not here. Come Saturday. So what are we going to sit here and say, hey, guys, hey, go out there and play with all 55 of you. Go out there and play. Because the truth is, is that LSU only has 66 scholarship guys on their roster right now, and you have 20 20 guys that have to set out for quarantine. That's 46. So, no. I don't think that LSU, especially in the administration part, is looking forward to playing this game, not just taking out, completely take out the fact of what's going on with LSU this year on the field. Arlen Blackwell says, I need that video to show my physical science students. Hey, there you go, coach. Get it to my boy. Sam Bagan says, Ryan Mayer got three words. Forget those gators. True. Nick Rizzuto says, what up, my boy? I finally made it. Yes, sir, you did. Coach Garrett says, play ball. Look, listen, we do a post-game show. It's our biggest show. We have about 150, 200 of y'all come and watch us live. Hell yeah, I want them to play. I love LSU athletics. I want them to play. But I don't know if how good it's looking right now for them to do so. Charles Reed says, if the game doesn't happen and it's likely not to happen, at least the win streak can continue for another year against Alabama. True. <laughs> but look, Coach Chris Garrett, as, as a big Alabama fan, told us today, as he told us today, or me today, if you don't think that Alabama's playing what Coach Ed Orgeron said on the loop last year, roll tide, what, bleep you, and now you're... <laughs> yeah, the entire tight end room, guys, is out. 
So let me let you know what's going on. You have one scholarship quarterback in TJ. The entire tight end room is out. You have a punter that's your backup. I mean, look, TJ Finley goes down, then you're putting in a punter. Vic on YouTube says, Blakes, what are your thoughts on Kirby Smart? Um, My thoughts on Kirby Smart is that he's really good on the defensive side of the football, and it shows at times, but he's less miles. He's basically less miles of Georgia. I mean, you pulled DeWan Mathis weeks ago for Stetson Bennett. You go get two transfer quarterback, two transfer quarterbacks, one of them who's a five-star in JT Daniels, and you're not playing them? I mean, is JT not ready? Well, then why did you clear him? If five-star quarterback JT Daniels is not ready to go, then why in the hell did he clear him? That's less miles-ish. Ah, wow. Ah, wow. On Columbus Day. Les, Les lost me. Let me tell you when Les lost me. When he made fun of Italians. That's when Les lost me. Calling Christopher Columbus an Italian. Huh? What part of Columbus makes that man Italian? Oh, because he likes spaghetti and meat the ballers? I mean, I love spaghetti and meat the ballers too, but that doesn't mean that. I mean, that don't racial profile me and us Italians. Cade <laughs> <laughs> says, it's a joke. Cade, what's a joke? Um. I'm a conspiracy theorist, says Nick Risotto. We're using COVID in a way to get back of getting our bleeps embarrassed. A lot of people are going to say that. A lot of people are going to say that. Look, I want them to play the game. And I think there's players on that roster that want to play the game. They want to go out there and play. But, man, you're getting into a field where, look, guys, you get a couple of injuries and you get a quarterback go down, you think you're going to get embarrassed now. You're definitely going to get embarrassed. I mean, at some point, at some point, we had to kind of sit back and say, okay, like regardless of what you believe about COVID-19, regardless of what you believe about all of this stuff, at some point we got to sit back and say, look, if LSU's only got 40 scholarship guys, maybe we should take a step back. Uh, Esteban said 100% accurate with the Les Miles reference. Glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> Phil Tittle, what's up, Phil? He says, one of the sports guys this afternoon said, we don't have any long snappers either. That's a good point. I forgot about that. They have two, but they don't have any more long snappers. I mean, I don't know what you do there. Hopefully, you don't have to punt the ball, but it looks like you're going to have to completely punt the ball. God forbid you score. Um... Josh Rogers, I'm not sure if this is Mr. Bucknuck himself, but considering he's talking about Ohio State, I think it is fair to say so. He says, don't forget that you have to wear an Ohio State hat on your show when you lose our bet. See, that's another one. I said that LSU wasn't going to lose five games. God, just Bucknut, are you going to, you're going to send me a hat, right? Like you're going to send me the hat. At least I don't have to go like Jeff in the Burrow and sing a song. Oh, 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 you of gay. Uh, Bryce Evans. What's up, Bryce? He says, what do you think about LSU's Jare Jenkins? I think he's been one of the most um, underrated guys. He's emerged this year. 
Uh, especially, he had a really good connection with Miles Brennan. Now that it's looking like Miles is not going to be is more than likely going to be out for the season, more than likely going to have to have some kind of surgery on his oblique. Uh, some people are saying that they believe that his oblique actually ripped off the bone, and if that's so, if that is so, uh, then he's going to have to have surgery. Now, even Ed today in his press uh, press conference talked about. Well, if he needs a small operation, which hurts a guy like Jeray Jenkins, who is really lightening up and really doing good things uh, with Miles Brennan. Now, he had a good connection with T.J. Finley in that South Carolina game, but then against Auburn, really no one had a good connection with anybody other than LSU getting beat. But, however, however, I think Jeray Jenkins has done really good. Uh, why do people want old D coordinators, says Charles Rees? Do you not see how well Bo is working. If anything, LSU needs a young guy that makes a difference. Well, I didn't see that. Um, I didn't see if somebody said that, uh, Charles. Alex King, what's up, my friend? He says, there may be a few guys in Washington Paris that could walk on the on for the Tigers this Saturday. Uh, not in Frankleton right now. They're coaching, they're coaching a little Rudy Poo at the current moment. They like to call me out for calling them out on the actual facts that we have because they don't let players watch film. So I know where this is going to go after I just said that. So at the 22-minute, 21-second uh, mark, you can send it right here. And if you want to come on the show, you can because we have a lot of questions that we want to ask you. But, yes, there are some people who would think so. Let's see. Jennifer, what's up? She said, uh, Blake Rafino, what do you think of the Coy Moore incident? That's freaking sad. Uh, yep, it really is. Now, I want to get... Look, listen, I want all the facts to come out. It's a shame of what's going on. I want all the facts to come out to know exactly what happened. Um, I know that his parents and, and Ed Orgeron talked today. Uh, so, definitely want all the facts to come out, and I want the right thing to happen. That's for damn sure. Uh, for damn sure, I want the right thing to happen. Vic says, Blake, what do you think about Derek Davis Jr. pickup? That's a good point. I know, look, there's a lot that we can go into this hour show. Uh, but <laughs> look, sometimes recruiting takes a backseat sometimes. Uh, LSU getting the number one and number two safety in all of the country is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Josh Rogers says, I had to come on here because I'm blocked on Twitter and Facebook since I can't be nice to... Uh, well, sorry, Josh. Be nice. You guys be nice. Hey, as my grandmother would say, this is being kind day. LOL, Rudy Pooh says Alex King. Yeah, it's Rudy Pooh. Cade says, when are we losing recruits to Bama? Our depth will not be great. Well, Cade, quite honestly, you got the number three class in the nation. What position are they losing depth to? Because LSU needs safety. They have no depth there, and they got the number one and number two player in the nation at safety. Uh, so we'll see that. Blaine says, no, Muschamp is a better D.C. Well, Blaine, I'm going to push back. Been a better D.C. where? He gave up 48 to Texas A&M last week. I mean, where has he been? I mean, that would be my question is where has he done good at? He hasn't done good at Florida. He hasn't done good at South Carolina. He hasn't really done good anywhere. Hey, a suspect LSU put up 52 against them. So let's take a step back before we talk about Will Muschamp. That's all I'm going to say. Um, a, a couple more things in reference to the game that possibly could or could not be played on Saturday. Something that I'll keep my eye on is that the SEC is looking to make a, a 
I don't want to say judgment or a ruling within the next 24 hours. So all of us be looking out for that ruling to come out within the next 24 hours, if, if not even less. If I had to assume, guys, if I had to assume, I don't see LSU playing this weekend. Now, that's not again, that's not saying that they want or they don't want to, but I just don't think that LSU plays this Saturday, and hopefully, hopefully we will. Uh, Kate says, are we talking some Saints tonight? Yeah, man, we're doing that right after, right after this segment. Blaine Smith says, speaking of Derek Davis, O told the family we might struggle, but told the fans we were going to be really good. Well... I mean, what, what? Seriously, guy. I mean, what do y'all want? What do y'all expect from him? Uh, T'Challa says, "Ellis, Blaine, I'm not going to get into that right now because there's no excuse excuse of struggling. Look, you can't you can't put Kirby Smart on this pedestal with high recruiting and say, oh, well, look at Kirby Smart. Ha ha ha! He can't win the big one. You got all this talent. You better be able to win some football games." Now, look, I went on my rant last week about Ed O. I went on my rant last week against about Bo Pelini. I went on my rant last week about the football team and as a general, especially on the defensive side. You get talent, you get that kind of talent on your team, sometimes it is coaching, or sometimes it is, and I get that. But right now, this, this team is just really not playing with a lot of heart right now. They're just not. Uh, LSU just needs to hit the reset button on coaching staff. Coach O needs to go back to coaching. I think his divorce playing a role with his coaching this year. I mean, quite frankly, he was going through it during the entire season of 2019. Uh, boy, y'all own one tonight, though. <laughs> Y'all's own one tonight. Uh, Alex King says, if there is a disconnect between the players and the coaches, LSU... Will we see it in the public sphere? I think you did. I think you did. Bama guy from Louisiana. Kate, you're a Bama guy from Louisiana? I don't know who you're talking about. Mathis Du Neville. What you t- Look, and then you can talk about Eric Taylor coming from Alabama. You can talk about players that LSU's gotten from Alabama too. Their defensive line is not a – they don't have a depth issue – on the defensive line. They're two and three deep along the defensive line, but I get what you're saying. Um, do you see Finley starting next year? I don't know. I mean, look, if Miles Brennan continues to be hurt and has to have surgery and TJ does continue to finish the rest of the year, it, it's going to come down to how well does TJ Finley look during the rest of the season. Now, if he comes out and he's lights out like he was against South Carolina – then yeah, Miles might be in a little bit of trouble here. But if he doesn't, and he looks like more like he did against Auburn, then no. No, no, no. Uh, okay. Last question on this, or make Linehan coffee guy. Here's my question, though, guys, and let me throw this your way. Let me, let me just throw – I get that everything falls on coaching, and I do get that. But, man, T.J. Finley goes out there, and on third downs in the red zone, they go, they're damn near perfect. I mean, at some point, we have to give some give and take here. Everyone joining the show, we appreciate it. Do hit the like and hit the share. Okay, we're going to get over to some Saints stuff because, quite frankly, with this game, with this LSU game up in the air, we're just going to sit back and wait and see what happens there. But before, 
we get to the Saints in the absolute ass whipping that they gave the Tampa Bay Bucks on Sunday night football. We got to get over to my good friend, Mr. John Patton with Area Home Lending. Guys, with all the help from the Federal Reserve, it has pushed mortgage rates down to the lowest that they've ever been. If you're considering buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash out refi, the timing has never been better. 225-663-2500. That's 225-663-2500. Tell them Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you. And for the number one real estate team in all of the North Shore, go see our good friends over at your home team. Team.kw.com. That's team.kw.com. You can follow them on Facebook at your home team, Louisiana. Set up an appointment with one of their great real estate agents today at 985 467 7355. That's 985-467-7355. Tell them Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you. Okay, Brandon Argo Artigo says, Hell yeah, they did. I love the kicking Tom Brady's butt. Let me start off here. Now we're gonna get into a more of a deep dive. Cause what am I gonna break down LSU and Alabama for right now if I, if we're not playing the game? What you want me to break now? How Max Jones has been absolutely lighting it up? No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to break this game down if we're not playing it. Not going to do it. At least not right now. Let's find out what's going on with the game. Brandon brings up a good point right here. Because for the first time in Tom Brady's history, for the first time ever, he's been swept by a divisional opponent. So, let me throw this out here. Let me throw this out here to just start it off. Do not tell me that Tom Brady has gone through his entire career with absolutely elite talent in his division. Mark Sanchez, name a really better quarterbacks that he's played in his division when he was in New England. Now, all of a sudden... He's got a guy by the name of Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, and Teddy Bridgewater all in his division. And the best of all of those, the first ballot Hall of Famer, the guy who actually leads him in touchdown passes in the NFL history. All right, we got a phone call. You're on live with Blake Rafino and AYS. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to tonight? Yo, man, this is Cade. What's up, man? What's up, Cade? How are we doing tonight? Oh, we're good. I was just going to talk about Drew Brees, his, his performance last night um, and everything, because everybody was talking about his shoulder. Yep, I was one of them. Look, that. I'll put it on me. I was one of them. I was a little skeptical, Cade. And and I uh, really thought about it, and I said, you know, the guy's been in the league for, for 20-something years, so, you know. Uh, he kind of knows his way around the field, so he can pretty much still manipulate defenses and find the third or fourth uh, guy he's looking for. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like, in a way, it's kind of like a Tiger Woods did last year in the Masters. You know, no one expected Tiger Woods to do anything again, but he knows his way around the golf course and just man- managed the, uh, the golf course pretty well and was successful. So I just wanted your thoughts about how, uh, what Drew did last night. I think for people who are ridiculing, here's what I'm going to say. There's two schools of people right now. One that says, oh, the yards per or per attempt aren't that big of a deal. There's people on the other side saying that, yes, it is. 
There's two things. Number one, last night, Drew Brees actually forced the ball down the field. Okay, it showed. So with that being said, now that he forced the ball down the field, they only had three screens that they ran last night. Only one went for positive yardage. Drew forced the ball down the field, and this offense was absolutely impeccable. That's number one. So I think that there's a little bit on Drew that to say that the fact is is that you can't like for example I talked about uh, our, our air yardage. Well, last night he had more air yards than he's had all season. Now, Kay, let me ask you this: Was last night not his best performance? Yeah, out of doubt. So, with that being said, with that being said, I think that Drew, rightfully so, at times has taken some rightful criticism when it's dump off, dump off, dump off. And then the best game of the season, he's actually forcing the ball down the field. Okay. Are there people justified uh, there, though, Kate? Do you see the justification? Of course. But do you think that Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders being being in there together really helped him manipulate um, the defense a little bit more? No, because in another sense, Emmanuel Sanders' longest catch was 13 yards, and really and truthfully, without the yak, Michael Thomas's longest catch was 10. Or actually, let me back well, up, well, 13. But, but, but because those guys are really, really good and always have been effective players throughout the years they've been in the National Football League, um, do you think some of the defense, they played more coverage uh, because of those guys? Because, you know, if you butch Drew Brees, He's going he's gonna to hammer you. Yeah, I mean, there's I definitely just, something what, 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 there. Yeah, there's definitely something there, Cade. And I appreciate the call, man. We have a couple other ones coming in. But last thing we'll say here. I agree with you there, but I think at the same time, what happened? I mean, look, Emmanuel Sanders has been there. Now, you could talk about Mike Thomas, sure, but he's also faced worse defenses. Have we seen Detroit's defense? They're horrendous. So... Are actually the worst in the NFL. So you face per pro, per pro football focus, Cade. The Buccaneers are the number two t- uh, defense going into last night. So yeah, th- there's some give and take here. Not, not where, anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. Cade, we appreciate the call in, brother. Thank you. All right, man. Later. All right. Uh, Nick Rizzuto says, "Is that the team?" We are capable of being when everyone is healthy. Hell yeah. And look, getting back to the Drew Brees comment versus Tom Brady, Tom Brady hasn't faced this kind of quarterback play in his division ever. Now, uh, David Onyemata Onyemata got the pick last night. This is what I call him, y'all. Onyemata. Onyemata got the pick last night. So when I sit here and I sit back and I look at every Saints game, that I've been to, me and my wife having season tickets. That was the best performance that I've seen from a New Orleans Saints program. Guys, maybe since 2011, maybe since 2009. Because from the very beginning, now, Bruce Arians was Rudy Pooh in his coaching. I mean, someone tell me a philosophy, really what the Bucks were trying to do last night. Now, I had people on Twitter and I had people on Facebook telling me, well, Blake, what the hell's going on with Leonard Fournette? He doesn't look right. Dog, they ran the ball four times. 
The fifth one was a kneel down. You cannot in the national football, because all of us get into this conversation about throwing the football. You cannot in the National Football League expect to run the ball four times and go, you're going to win. That is not going to happen. Now, where the Bucks playing a little bit of catch-up, was Tom Brady playing a little bit of catch-up? Yes. But he's forcing the ball to Rob Gronkowski. He's forcing the ball to Antonio Brown. And Mike Evans is sitting there saying, hey, look at me. And God forbid a Marshawn Lattimore being focused. Guys, if Marshawn Lattimore is locked in, and Demario Davis said this today on Colin Cowherd, that if you have a, a locked-in Marshawn Lattimore, he's easily one of the better corners in all of the country or all of the NFL. And I believe in there. Nick Rizzuto says the Saints-Chiefs is the big, next big game. It sure is. D'Challa says Michael Thomas is not a vertical threat, and he's not. And so, again, everyone wants to talk about the the pass yards or, or, or air yards for, for Drew Brees, and I get it. And I've taken ridicule for me saying that, yes, that is an issue. But at the same time, you can't convince me that Drew Brees has his best game and yet has the most air yardage. Guys, the game is completely different. You have to be able to force the ball down the field. Now, Trey Hendrickson, for the life of me, for the life of me, where in the hell does this guy come from? Now, I know he was drafted a couple years ago, but third in the NFL in sacks. You have a guy, Marcus Davenport, that's sitting behind him who can't get on the field because Trey Hendrickson is getting you nothing but sacks. Big time win. Big time, big time win, and you got to give Dennis Allen a tip of the cap because they absolutely locked what some believed and what some people believed Tom Brady to be the MVP and one of the best NFL offenses in the league. Uh, Jeremy Aldridge says Breeze is like a point guard playing quarterback. He knows how to get everyone involved. What was it, 12 different players that caught passes? Yeah, and 11 and eleven. Guys caught passes in the first quarter. <laughs> he was dealing it. And look, he was getting the ball to Mike Thomas. He was getting the ball to Alvin Kamara. They were able to run the ball effectively on times that they needed to. Alvin Kamara broke out some long yards. You had Latavius Murray break off some long yards. Taysom Hill was able to run. And listen, only look, the Bucks front seven, especially their front four, has been absolutely hellacious y'all absolutely hellacious and the offensive line that everyone called a weak link for the New Orleans Saints absolutely showed out last night now Jared Cook gave up a sack and Drew Brees fumbled the football but he's not a part of that offensive line look Jared Cook had his worst game and you still dominated God forbid if he doesn't fumble on the two yard line doesn't give up a sack fumble and also catches the ball on two of those third downs if that happens, you're looking at a possibly a Saints victory 45-3, 50-something to three. Absolutely amazing. Brandon says, I was so impressed with our defensive line, especially defensive ends. Yeah, look, if you're going to – now they put Tristan Wirfs, the right tackle, who's the rookie out of Iowa, on Cam Jordan on that first play, and he showed him right off the top, and everyone's wondering about Cam Jordan's, you know, really his – 
and I don't want to say production because at a point, I mean, he's getting double teamed and it's something that he's got to work through. But, man, you put him one-on-one with a rookie and he almost got a sack against Tom Brady on the first snap of the game. Very impressive. Alex King says, are you serious sports? That's us. What did you think of Devin White's performance last night? It's a good question. I thought that Devin played a little suspect in coverage uh, at times. I thought that Jared Cook and Alvin Kamara both exposed him, but, man, did he light some people up. He lit Taysom Hill up a couple times. I thought he was all over the field. I thought he had a good performance. I think he got beaten coverage by a first-round, first-ballot Hall of Famer in Drew Brees. I think Drew kind of – I think with experience like a uh, Devont, uh, Levante David, who's next side of him, he's going to be an absolute wrecking ball. Jennifer Smith-Harmon says this. Hashtag Kamara for MVP. Man, Russell Wilson's not doing good right now. Tom Brady had a crappy performance last night. Maybe outside of Josh Allen, is Kamara not your MVP, y'all? I don't know if he's not going to get some votes. Ryan Mayer says, Saints rookie tight end Adam Troutman, number 82, is good. Ramchek is the best young right tackle. I can agree with that. Uh, T'Challa says, can that offense win the Saints a Super Bowl? That That team that played last night, that team can win a Super Bowl. That team can keep up with a Kansas City Chiefs. And we've seen the Kansas City Chiefs who almost got beat by the Carolina Panthers yesterday. Y'all, the Kansas City Chiefs were going blow to blow with the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I think that this team can win an NBA, or win a win a Super Bowl. It's all going to come down to the health of Drew Brees, this offensive line can they continue to do what they're doing? Andrews Peach doing good. Cesar Ruiz, hey, and look, all you people were questioning why they drafted a guy in Cesar Ruiz. That is why. That is why. Let's see. Jared says, I was impressed with the cornerbacks. That has been a big downfall all year. Last uh, night, they recovered really well. Yeah, they were engaged, man. They were engaged. I mean, hell, last night, the Saints could literally do no wrong, y'all. They literally could do no wrong. I mean, you have Taysom Hill taking a snap off his shoelaces and hitting Adam Troutman on a little crossing route and damn near, damn near taking it to the house. So I I thought last night's performance was absolutely impeccable, y'all. Absolutely impeccable. And the most shocking uh, that I've seen in a really, really, really long time. Um, One other thing that I want to say about this Saints team as well is look I ridiculed Sean Payton last week and somewhat rightfully so but I am glad I am absolutely glad that he came out and they dominated this team they dominated guys I can't tell you how great it feels to know that this team when healthy has a shot against anybody absolutely anybody in the NFL God, it felt so good last night watching Drew Brees just go out there and rip it. And look, like I said, I've been a little suspect on him at times. When he had the tape on his shoulder, I was a little suspect. Look, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, boy, we told you that it, you know the tape on the shoulder wasn't that big deal. You don't put tape on your shoulder if it's not that big of a deal. So <laughs> just throwing that out there. T. Hill, your thoughts at Wildcat quarterback? Look, if you're going to get that kind of production, play him. But there, but people forget. 
Let me say this right now, Cade. What people forget is that winning covers a multitude of sins. So just because it's doing good and you're winning right now, let's say the Saints go in a couple weeks and Taysom Hill fumbles the football again like he did against Green Bay and you lose the game. Is it going to be that? Are you going to love it then? Because you're loving it right now, so you can't love it now and hate it when something bad happens. you got to be able to want to go out there and do it, and that's what Sean Payton did last night. Uh, Brandon says, I love me some Taysom Hill. I do too. I do too. I was also glad, guys, that Jameis got in that game and completed a pass to the fullback for a first down on Spider 2 Y Banana, which has been so famously uh, coined by uh, the former Buccaneers coach, John Gruden. Uh, Brandon says our cornerbacks will get a lot better if they keep getting into the cor- if they keep getting into the quarterback. I agree with that. I agree with that. Esteban says enough about the Saints and Bucks. How about them Texans? We're not frozen. I'm just who in the Rudy Poo <laughs> wants to talk about the Texans? Although I think Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson is one of my favorite players in all the NFL. Uh, Marvin Mackey says, of course we do that. Why I get so mad at Peyton. He don't like to run the ball in the playoffs. No, he doesn't. He just wants to sling that thing. And you're going to have to look. One good thing about an aging Drew Brees is that Sean sees it and he knows he's got to run the football, which has been really good for this Saints team. Really, really good. Okay, a couple more comments and we're going to get on out of here. Um, I was going to talk about the LSU basketball team getting snubbed. I feel like we're going to have a lot of time to talk about a lot of things outside of LSU football. Um, so we'll table that tomorrow, especially since I'm I'm leaning to, to the fact that LSU is not going to be playing Saturday. Uh, but when Jason Brown from The Last Chance U talks trash about Peyton, Breeze, and Hill, I got a problem with it. Look, I mean, Kate is – Look, I can't say much or really anything because he's a guy that does a podcast and we're both partners over at Believe. Um, I'd have to go listen to it, but, man, don't listen to him. There's a reason he was not that good in junior in junior college in Kansas. Maybe he's not that good of a coach. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, I don't, I don't like I feel bad for Deshaun Watson, says Ryan Mayer. He needs O-line bad, Blake. I agree with that. Uh, I'm not a fan of the Saints, says Jachala, but I like your show and your show a little bias. And you show a little bias. Yeah, I do. But I like to appreciate the podcast. The child the truth, though, is, is that if you don't remember a couple weeks ago, three or four weeks ago, I absolutely ripped the Saints. I mean, Jachala, let me ask you this. Now, I'm, yeah, my little bias, probably. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But Jachala, did you... Did you watch that game last night, though? I mean, there's not a lot bad you can say about that game last night, though. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. All right, two more comments. We're getting out of here. The win doesn't change the fact that Peyton is still petty, says Derek. I agree with that. Uh, Newt, your podcast, says the child. Oh, okay. Well, we appreciate you joining in. Everyone joining in. First time, hit the like, hit the share. Hit, hey, don't forget to like us on Twitter. Go follow us on Twitter and hit the like on Facebook as well. Uh, Esteban says, O-line, more like O-line receivers running backs. <laughs> it's like the, hey, hold on, I got to play that. No, I'll get copyrighted. Hold on, I can't do that. Y'all know that song that uh, lady talking about Thanksgiving? 
I got beans, greens, tomatoes, tomatoes, lambs, hogs, dogs, fogs, beans, greens, tomatoes. You name it. That's how Deshaun Watson is doing when he says that he needs help. I need uh, greens, beans, potatoes. <sighs> Good show tonight, Blake. I need an AYS hat. Bad. You can go right here, AYSSports.com. That's AYSSports.com and get some merch if you want to do that. Jared says, what do you think about Murray? Don't you think we need to get him a little, get a little bit more of him? Says Jared, yeah, Jared, I agree with that. He runs hard, man. He runs hard. Tim Graves says, what about them demons? Well, Tim, if you missed it a little bit earlier, uh, <laughs> uh, I made a comment about how they don't watch film and stuff over there. And then they want to call me out. Even though we've done some breaking stuff for LSU, and say, "Well, it's not true." Think about or think about us, Blake. Oh, you don't support us. Supporting doesn't make you get beat fifty-two to nothing the Lakeshore. So just throwing that out there. Uh, Got to exercise those playoffs demons. Though I agree. Craig Schilling, what's up, my man? He says, "Yep, Twitter police don't play, don't get flagged." Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. But you know the song I'm talking about. Beans, creams, tomatoes, whatever she says. Lamb, hog, dog, frogs. You name it. That's Deshaun Watson. That's Deshaun Watson when he's looking in the NFL draft. He goes, he, he man, he looking all around. He goes, man, y'all got some, y'all got some more of them offensive linemen. Y'all got some more of them wide receivers. They got me Brandon Cooks over here, dog. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, I see you, Tim. Uh, all right, we're getting out of here. All right, guys, my name is Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. Y'all have a good night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.